0: You are now listening to Find Your Wealth, Episode 8 Credit Score, with your host, Shatoria Jane Gillowide. Hey everyone, today I start my first day in my career. So exciting it wouldn't be right if I didn't drop an episode today. This episode and the next few episodes are going to be about debt to wrap up season one. Wow. Can't believe a whole season of Find Your Wealth is about to be complete. I hope y'all learned a lot from these past few months. I know I have. So today is really important. We are starting a debt series. Today is all about the lovely credit score. I'm just going to go over in depth what makes up your credit score and tips on how to improve and build your credit score. So first things first, to get the record straight, you absolutely do need a credit score. A credit score is absolutely important. So whoever is in your ear telling you a credit score is not important and you don't need it, get them out of your ear like yesterday. The only time a credit score is not needed is if you're buying a car, house, or anything in full. If you can drop cash on a car off the lot without having to have a monthly payment, then yes, you do not need a credit score. But if that does not apply to you, you do need one. Credit scores are more so vital when it comes to bigger investments like a house, car, and so on. So, what is a credit score? In so many words, your credit score is all the debt you have in your name and how you handle it. Debt is anything from credit cards, student loans, car loans, mortgage, you name it. If you owe a company money, that's debt. Debt is not the bills you pay, so it is not a part of your credit score. How good or bad your credit score is determines how creditors treat you in terms of loaning you money. FICO, which stands for Fair Isaac Corporation, is a credit score. You can have different FICO credit scores because there are three different credit bureaus. The credit bureaus are Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. If you don't have Credit Karma, I highly recommend downloading it. Credit Karma shows you your credit score from two out of the three credit bureaus. It's absolutely free and it does not hurt your credit. Credit Karma shows you so much more than just your credit score. It really is a helpful tool. Some credit card companies gives you your FICO credit score each month as well for free. So definitely check into your credit card company to see if they do. A credit score ranges from 350, which is very poor, to 850, which is excellent. A 500 credit score... Versus a 750 credit score. Determines if you are going to get an 18% interest rate. Or a 3% interest rate. And interest racks up. Trust me. The average FICO credit score in the US is a 704. That's pretty darn good. It shows that people are really trying to work on their credit score. Which means. People are realizing how important a credit score is. I always say. If you have over a 700 credit score. you are a bomb in my eyes. Now. What actually makes up your credit score? So the first huge component and most important factor is your payment history. Payment history makes up 35% of your credit score. That's a huge chunk. Creditors want to see if you are paying your debts on time, every time. Are you missing credit card payments? Are you keeping up with your student loans? They take into account all of those payments. As I said before, paying your rent, phone bill, utilities, anything like that is not a part of your payment history. If you make on-time payments every time, this shows lenders you can handle paying debts off. One way to have a lender trust you. If you miss just one payment, not 10, but just one, it will hurt your credit score without a doubt. Lenders want to see a hundred percent, not 99%. Another component of payment history is any bankruptcies, delinquencies, collections, and so on you have on your account. If you do go bankrupt, depending on which chapter you take, public records stay on your account for 7 to 10 years. Now earlier, I did say paying rent your full bill does not affect you. However, let's say you are 3 months behind on rent and your landlord evicts you. Since your landlord evicts you, they still want their money. Your landlord sends your unpaid rent and any other amount you owe to a collection agency because you broke an agreement between you two for not paying. Now your rent is technically a part of your payment history. Anytime you co-sign a loan or put a bill in your name for someone else and they don't pay on the account, the delinquent account goes towards your score, not theirs because it is in your name. So there are quite a few tips that goes along with this since payment history is a big percentage. So first tip, pay all of your debt on time, every time. No exceptions. Just do it. The second tip. If you do have any collections in your account, pay them off. You will see a huge jump in your credit score for just paying one item off. However, let's say you owe a company $500. Call the collection agency and negotiate the amount you can pay. Let's say you and a collection agency negotiate that you pay $250 to pay your debt in full. You're basically saving $250 because the $250 is paying that $500 in full. As long as collection agencies get some type of money from you, whether it's half or full, they will take it. They just want the money. The next tip I have is never co-sign a loan for anyone or put anything in your name for anyone else. I say really the only exception to this is if it's for your kids and maybe if you're married. Because like I said, if they stop paying on the account, the creditors are going to come after you, not them. While their credit score is not taking a hit, but yours is, that's not fair. Save yourself the headache. I also just learned this. We might all know someone that when they were under 18, their parents put something in their name and the account went delinquent. If you have a delinquent account in your name and you were under the age of 18, dispute it. It's a process, but it's better than having it on your account. As you can see, there's a lot that goes into payment history. The next big chunk is credit utilization, or some call it capacity. This deals with your credit cards. This makes up 30% of your credit score. So payment history and credit utilization already makes up 65% of your credit score. That's over half just off of two components, and there's only five components. So you should also take credit utilization seriously, too. Credit utilization is how much of your credit cards you are using. The best way I can explain it is through an example. Let's say you have a couple credit cards that total $10,000. Each month, you have a total credit card balance of $7,000. Your credit utilization is 70%. All you do is take your credit usage, which is the 7,000, divided by your total credit limit, which is 10,000, and you have 70%. 70% is pretty high. A high credit utilization shows lenders you are not paying your credit cards off. You're spending more than you're paying, and they do not like that. If you have a credit card balance of 30% and under, that is considered good. Of course, get in the habit of making your balance each month zero, but if you can't, anything under 30% is good. Also, anytime your credit limit increases, that also better helps your credit utilization. Let's say your total $10,000 credit card limit increases to $14,000. You still have a credit card balance of $7,000. Since your credit limit increased and balance is still the same, your credit utilization is now 50%. See how that works? That also goes to say, just because they increase your credit limit, that does not mean increase your spending. Don't let them get to you. Act like nothing happened. So the number one tip for credit utilization is, of course, keep your balance at zero each month. But if you can't, like I said, keep it at 30% or below. Try not to go over. The lower your credit utilization, the higher the score. The third component of your credit score is length history. This is 15% of your credit score. This is basically how long you have had debt in your name. This just comes with time, honestly. I always tell people, If your parents did not put good credit in your name while you was in high school, start building your credit while you were in college. So by the time you graduate, you have about four years of credit history under your belt instead of none. Your length history takes the average of all your credit accounts. If your oldest account is six years and your newest account is two years, that's an average of four years. I wouldn't stress too much about this. To me, this component just comes with time. Seven plus years is what they consider good credit length, so this isn't something that happens overnight. Some tips with this. Try not to close your accounts, especially your oldest account. If you have an account that's been open for 10 years and this is your longest account and you close it, this will mess up your length history and can potentially drop your score. Keep your older accounts open as much as possible and make sure they are not inactive. I know there are some credit card companies that won't offer credit cards to a person because they have no credit history. Don't let this discourage you. Ask someone, maybe a parent or friend, if you could be an authorized user or account holder on their account, and that can help build your credit. Also, open only new accounts when needed. Don't just open random accounts just because. The more new accounts you have, the more your length history will decrease. The fourth component is accumulation of debt. This is only 10% of your credit score. This is basically the number of hard credit inquiries you have received from the past 12 to 18 months. Credit inquiries is when lenders want your credit to check your credit score. So when you go to a car dealership and they ask for your social security number, they are sending to lending companies to see who will accept you for a car loan, and each lending company is running your credit. The car dealership won't tell you how many lending companies they're having run your credit, until you check credit card and you have 20 credit inquiries. That's a lot. Keep the hard credit inquiries under 10. Hard inquiries stay on your credit report for two years. That's a long time. The biggest tips I have about hard inquiries, I would say for the auto loan episode. But with hard inquiries in general, see if you pre-qualify for any loan or credit card before applying to avoid getting a hard inquiry. Pre-qualifying for a loan or credit card will not hurt you. The final component, mix of credit, which is also 10% of your credit score. Lenders just want to see if you can handle more than one type of debt. It's kind of crazy to me. Lenders want you to have all different types of debt in your name, but the more you have and properly handling, the more comfortable they are with you. So they don't want to just see student loans in your name. It looks like to them, the only thing you are capable of handling is student loans and nothing else. Having more than 11 accounts is considered good. It's not as important as the other ones, which is why it's only 10%. This also comes with time. Don't open all 11 accounts at once. As you gradually grow, you'll gradually open more accounts depending on where you are at in life. My number one rule every time is don't obsess or stress over your credit score. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, your credit score will reflect that. However, if you are not doing what you're supposed to do, you will see the effects in your credit score. You won't see, I'm doing good, so my credit score is going to be bad. No, it has a direct effect. There is no need to look at your credit score every day or even every week. You can't expect to see your credit score jump overnight. It takes time. Please be patient. The worst thing to do is to be impatient with your credit score and you get discouraged. As long as you are working towards to improve your score, it will improve. The activities I have for you are, if you do not have Credit Karma, download it. It will help you. It is a great way to keep track of your score. The link is in the description box. If your credit score needs work, look into Credit Karma and see what areas need improving and improve them. If your credit utilization is high, work on decreasing it. If you have a collection account, work on paying it off. If your credit score is high, help someone else that needs help with their credit score so they can get like you. This is just the beginning of the debt series and I know it's a lot of information, but I have more for you. Stay tuned. Follow and like Find Your Wealth's Facebook and Instagram page for additional financial tips and updates. Have a productive week. Thank you for listening and see you all next time.